Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Kept in, long shot out in front. Chance for Strom. Watson with a save. Rebound out in front. And Strom throws it through the blue paint. Nobody home in the canes. Real clear. Lindgren throws one out in front. Panarin gets it to the backhand. That goes wide. Lindgren puts one off of Ronza's pad. And that just edges its way outside of the post. Lindgren tried to bank one in off of Ronza. Play carries on. Jarvis into the Ranger zone. He's checked there. And by Smith delivers a massive hit on Hedl in center ice. Then Hedl cross-checks Smith in the face. And then Smith has a couple of slashes for Hedl. And now both players are going to be signaled to be going to the penalty box. And now comes the stall line on Zibanejad. Now he's got a seam. Oh, saved by Ronta. Rebound by Fox. Ronta makes an arm save and kicks it to the corner. And now an opportunity is Ajo gets the puck. He's got Smith with him. Oh, to Smith is scores! Short-handed! Brendan Smith buries it! And the Canes take a 1-0 lead! The puck will find Angelo inside the blue line. Sturkin. Face off to the right of Ronta. It's won by the Rangers. Shot right on. Saved by Ronta. Rebound opportunity. Ronta makes the save there. Robbing Panarin. 14 seconds left. And the captain just edges this in the Rangers' end. 10 seconds left here in this third period. Panarin bothered by Faust. The Canes fans are on their feet. And on to loose puck. Bingo! Sebastian Ajo takes the turnover. Slams it into the empty net with 1.8 seconds left. The Canes go up 2-0 in the game, and they're going to go up 2-0 in this second-round series. This is the Canes Corner Podcast with host Adam Gold. Presented by the Aluminum Company of North Carolina. The Canes Corner Podcast is part of the Capital Broadcasting Podcast Network. Now, here's your host, Adam Gold. Welcome to the Canes Corner Podcast. I am Adam Gold. And that was a defensive clinic put on by your Carolina Hurricanes. 2-0 win. Game 2. 2-0 lead in the series. Heading to Madison Square Garden for a Sunday afternoon tilt. And then on Tuesday night. And then if there is a Game 5, it'll be back here in Raleigh on Thursday. We got a lot of stuff to get to. You're going to hear from Sebastian Ajo pretty quickly. Also, Brendan Smith. And uh, we'll talk about... i got five different things I want to get to before we uh, get out of here. And we're going to be kind of brief tonight uh, for uh, just for reasons that... Uh, reasons. It's good enough, right? Uh, but we got a lot of things I want to do, so let's get to it. First, let me remind you that we're brought to you by the Aluminum Company of North Carolina. If it's for the exterior of your home, you can find it there. AluminumCompany.com, siding, roofing, windows, entry doors, storm doors. They got it all. Great craftsmanship, better people. Sammy Hanna's crew do a great job. Go check them out online, AluminumCompany.com. Let's start 
with the man. I don't know if he was the first star in the building or not. He wasn't my first star. My first star was Jordan Stahl. Uh, but Sebastian Ajo with the assist on the Brendan Smith goal and the basically uh, the icing on the cake, the empty net goal with 1.8 seconds to go to make it 2 nothing, And we start with Sebastian talking about Father Finn, Auntie Rata, who has absolutely been remarkable. The team gets a lot of momentum, a lot of, you know, confidence in their own play when you see uh, your goalie playing that level. And uh, he's been unbelievable. And I'm just, uh, you know, happy for the guy. And obviously very, you know, good situation for the team. Is there something about this, this Rangers power play that makes you feel like you have more opportunities to create shorthanded opportunities? No, not, not really. They, they, they're just random plays. I'm not there to um, score a goal. I'm there to kill a penalty. But um, for some reason I, today I, uh, I got a couple loose pucks here and there. And uh, um, obviously if I, I can meet the puck and be the first on it, like... Um, then it's green uh, um, light to go. Usually it's um, you and Turbo with the shorthanded chances. Were you surprised to see Smitty there? A little bit, to be, uh, to be honest. Um, but just great read by him. Um, huge goal. Just a little note on Ajo. In six games against the Rangers this year, he's got five goals and five assists. And I thought uh, Seb- Sebastian was dynamite in the game tonight. He got my second star of the night. The defensive job done by the centers in tonight's game was just awesome. Uh, I know Aho lost a bunch of face-offs late, but he won a bunch of face-offs early. I think he was 5-1 and one at one point. He might have lost his last six face-offs, uh, but uh, Sebastian was dynamite tonight. Um, and he's putting up points against the Rangers. You can... Uh, we can like thumb our nose at the empty net goal if we want, but uh, he was great tonight, and the pass to Brendan Smith was spectacular for the shorthanded goal. We'll hear from Brendan Smith a little bit later on, uh, but Aha was one of three dynamite performers in the circle tonight for Carolina. I want to start with the fact that uh, all year long, Carolina's penalty kill has been the best in the NHL. And against Boston, it didn't look so great, mostly because Boston has an elite power play, and Boston's power play is a little different. And the way Carolina kills penalties, very aggressive, always pressuring the puck, always trying to make you make a mistake, doesn't really work very well against the Boston Bruins because they have elite-level hockey IQ guys on the ice. And I'm not saying that the Rangers don't, but I just think Bergeron and Marchand... Uh, and Pasternak are just next-level smart. And it's hard. Uh, if, you, if you really went back and watched it, Carolina did a very good job against Boston's power play. Most of Boston's power play success came, like, at the very end. So there'd be a lot of zone time, uh, and Carolina was doing a good job preventing that, but, you know, preventing good shots, but eventually you're going to give up, you know, you're going to give one up if they're going to have the puck for a minute 45. Uh, but the Rangers did not. The Rangers did not have the puck for a minute 45 tonight on any of the power plays. And the Rangers had four of them, and the Hurricanes killed off all four. 
And here are the the underlying numbers for where Carolina maybe won this game tonight. In almost eight minutes of power play time for the Rangers, they had three shot attempts. Yep, that's it. Three shot attempts. The Hurricanes had five. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Actual shots, two for the Rangers, two for the Hurricanes. How about high danger chances for? On the Rangers' power play, zero for the Rangers, three for the Hurricanes. Oh, and by the way, they had the shorthanded goal. I mean, what more do you need to know? Right there, if Gerard Gallant is you know on the plane back to New York, that's what he circled. If we get four power play chances, we can't get outplayed on our own power play. And that's what the Hurricanes did to the Rangers tonight. They outplayed the Rangers while shorthanded. And they obviously got the goal. And remember, those things, you know how I, you know, I don't know how other people do it, but to me, if you give up a shorthanded goal, that's a minus two. That's not a minus one because you think you should be scoring a goal and then to give one up, that's the Hurricanes. You you automatically win the special teams battle when you do something like that. Uh, so that's part one of what I think uh, really won this game for Carolina. Part two, we'll go right to the net if you want. Uh, Auntie Ranta, he didn't have a ton of work today. Uh, there certainly were chances, and he had to make some very good saves. Uh, but this was not, to me, this was not like game one where Ranta made, I don't know, four or five major saves. In fact, Ranta only faced three high-danger shots all game. That's it, three. Most most shots for the Rangers were coming from distance. and uh, But Ranta was very good again and very steady again. Um, how about this? In now eight games played, and remember, you know, one of the eight was the seven and change before uh, Pasternak uh, gave him the drive the drive by. So uh, in eight games, Ranta has allowed thirteen goals. That's it, thirteen goals against. He's five and two with a shutout and a nine thirty nine save percentage. That's Ante Ranta. In the playoffs for the Hurricanes. 9.39 save percentage. It's been tremendous. Uh, and I heard in the post game they're, they're no longer wondering whether or not Ronta can get the job done. It is fantastic. He's been great. So um, this is why you went out and got a guy like Ronta to be your backup. Because you knew that if he had to play, you could count on him. Because he's always been good. He's got a 9.19 He's got a 919 career save percentage. It's pretty good for a backup goaltender, no? All right. Now, part three for what I think was important for the Hurricanes tonight. Let me read some numbers to you. Defensively, the Hurricanes got 17 blocked shots from Pesci, Cole, Slavin, Shea, and D'Angelo. Tony D'Angelo blocked four shots. One of them he didn't know he was blocking, so... Um, that was that was the shot Ryan Strom off the back of his leg. It probably should have been a goal, right? Off the back of D'Angelo's leg. It never got actually got all the way to Ante Ronta. And now on that play, 
Uh, I think Brady sh- was it wasn't Shea. Uh, somebody ended up taking a penalty on that play. Um, my for all I know was Shea, uh, but uh, D'Angelo blocked a shot right there without really trying to. But he got he had three other blocks, so we give him credit for that. Uh, so you have seventeen blocked shots from the blue line, and the shorthanded goal from Brendan Smith. Not to mention uh, Shea had three hits, Smith had two hits. Uh, just a massive hit uh, in the uh, in the neutral zone. Uh, who was it? Philip Heedle he got, and then they ended up both going. Like, if I was Heedle, I wouldn't have been happy about that either. I mean, it wasn't illegal, just the fact that I got rocked like that. Uh, but obviously, Carolina's blue line is a huge part of what they do, and it was great again tonight. So uh, Carolina blocked 24 shots as a team, but 17 of them came from five guys in the blue line. Brendan Smith somehow didn't have a blocked shot, uh, but that's all right. He'll make up for it with the shorthanded goal. And now go to uh, the centers, and we'll just go through these. Jordan Stahl, 17-08, time on ice, four hits, 14 of 20 in the faceoff circle. Sebastian Ajo with the goal and the assist, Played 19-24. He had three takeaways. I thought their line was defensively awesome against the Panarin-Ryan-Strom combination. And I know the the, the wingers flipped there, uh, but that's about controlling Panarin. And Carolina did a miraculous job of that tonight. There just wasn't a lot for Artemi Panarin to do. Uh, he had no shots on goal. Ryan Strom had one shot on goal. Andrew Kopp had none. Zero shots on goal for Kopp. Chris Kreider had no shots on goal. I mean, Mika Zibanejad had two. Frank Vitrano had two. So the, of the top six, there was just nothing going on for the Rangers in the top six because the top six were handled by the one line, Jordan Stahl, and the Ajo line, along with Tara Vinen, who's also a great defensive player, and Seth Jarvis, who I thought played a very, very good game. I, and I love the way that kid competes. Absolutely love the way he competes. He had seven hits in game one. He had, only had two tonight. He took the night off, I guess. Uh, Vincent Trocek won nine of 13 faceoffs. Played 19-52. And I thought he played a very good game. I kind of sneaky liked Martin Natchez tonight. I think Natchez said uh, had his had some good moments. I don't think he was great throughout, but um, there were some really good moments. He had the steal from Panarin and a good shot, uh, and I thought thought for the most part he played a pretty determined game. So it was nice to see uh, Natchez play well. Uh, and then the uh, the last thing is really uh, among anything just a kind of a question. And here's my question for Gerard Gallant. Carolina's been on the ice a long time. They get an icing. There's just over three minutes to go. You think maybe Paul Shesterkin got an offensive zone faceoff. You haven't really generated a ton. And you got a tired group on the ice. I mean, six on four gives you a better chance at least to keep the puck in. And at some point, Carolina's going to get tired. But they chose not to. Carolina eventually did get the puck out. And um, for the Rangers who pulled uh, Shesterkin with about a little bit more than two minutes to go, 
they didn't have a ton of sustained time in the offensive zone. This was a brilliantly played defensive game for Carolina. Absolutely brilliant, brilliantly played defensive game. They get the shorthanded goal. They win the special teams battle. They win down the middle. Their blue line is a star. And Auntie Ranta continues to be tremendous. Absolutely tremendous. So uh, there is the anatomy of a 2-0 series lead. Now, without, for, without last change, who will match up with Zabanajad and Kreider? If, if I'm Gerard Gallant, it's anybody not named Jordan Stahl. So uh, expect that to be maybe the Sebastian Ajo experience, maybe the Vincent Trocek experience, not sure. Uh, but I think you'll see a lot of that. Uh, so just like in Boston where Rod Brindamore couldn't control the matchup, he's not going to be able to control the matchup when the uh, the Hurricanes are playing at Madison Square Garden. But in the Hurricanes' back pocket is the knowledge that they played two games there at the end of the season, separated by about two weeks, and they were the better team in both. I don't think they were uh, like a lot better than the Rangers, but they were the better team, and they were the better team when it mattered. They were the better team in the third period in both of those games, probably from the second period on, but in both of those games, they were definitely the better team in the third period. Rangers made a push tonight, but Carolina had their chances as well. Um, oh, well, one one more thing that is worth pointing out. I know you, people are going to be mad that Carolina failed on the five-on-three. I think they're one for five in five-on-three situations in the playoffs. Again, I don't know that there were more than four or five chances all regular season with a five-on-three advantage. So the Hurricanes didn't score, but they weren't bad five-on-three. They just didn't score. They got a bunch of shots. They got four or five shots uh, in that minute 10 of five-on-three where they really could have put the game away. Uh, or at least, you know, giving themselves a little bit more cushion. Um, they were better at five on three than they were at the five on four, but I didn't hate their power play tonight. I thought their power play uh, got some looks. It just didn't cash in. Uh, but it wasn't a drain. It didn't suck the life out of the building. And uh, it didn't give momentum to the Rangers. Um, you know, as long as your power play isn't sucking, you know, it should be able to help you. If at the very least, it tires uh, some defenders out. Uh, but the Hurricanes have been good. They have, they put on a defensive clinic tonight, and let's see if they can get one on Sunday afternoon at Madison Square Garden and really put the squeeze on the Rangers. Follow the Canes Quarter Podcast wherever you get your podcast. Give us a rating. If you like, you can give us a review. If you like, we just like the feedback. And we're here after every Hurricanes game, whether we're at a youth soccer tournament or not. We're always here. Uh, and you can also remember that we're brought to you by the Aluminum Company of North Carolina. If it's for the exterior of your home, you can find it at the Aluminum Company of North Carolina on Hamlin Road in Durham. No place like it. Sammy Hanna's crew do a great job. As we close, I will simply say that the Carolina Hurricanes got enormous goals in this series 
from Ian Cole and Brendan Smith. And I I just don't know what to say other than that's hockey, baby. And now an opportunity is Aho gets the puck. He's got Smith with him. Our compete and our battle level was high, and that's what we need. Obviously, they're great players, and you got to tip your hat to them because they, they kept coming in, in waves, and uh, I thought we took their time and space, and that's really the biggest thing. I think there was a lot of areas where Bradman kind of turns up and he tries to create a space, but if you stay with him, try to take that space away from him, it, it, he can't make those elite plays. He still does, and there's, I mean, that's what players like him do, but if you can take it away and stay close to them you can get your stick on maybe a pass or a shot and i uh, saw a lot of guys doing that and uh it was it's good for us and you they're playing well they they, they had no quit in their game and uh we were just fortunate to uh get one on on the shorty and um kind of bunk, bunker down and obviously rants like you said just playing phenomenal for us is there any i mean when he takes over in net and, and and gets this opportunity he talked about this opportunity is something he's been waiting for for a long time after game one you know him, you played with him this season and whatnot. I mean, is there something about his personality or something about the way he plays that allows him to just freely take this opportunity and just run with it? Whereas some other guys might, you know, succumb to a little bit of the pressure of it. Yeah, I, I just think it's 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 pretty remarkable what he's done, right? Like, I, I think coming in and, and harnessing the moment and stepping in and playing the way he is is... It's it's phenomenal. It's a testament to how hard he works in practice. Like I think that's where it really comes from. Is is he 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 battles in practice and he doesn't want to get scored on any time. Whether it is one of those sh- little shootout games in practice, and and I think it carries over. And whenever I've watched good goalies, I'm thinking about Henrik Lundqvist in my mind right at the moment where he went. He never wanted to be scored on, even in practice, and he'd get upset when you did. So I think I see, and maybe that wore off on him uh, by playing with him. Um, but uh, so I just think it's it's incredible. Uh, we've we've definitely needed it, and and he's he's stepped up to it. So you just got to kind of tip your hat to him. Fishy said he he was kind of surprised to see you over there on the on the two <laughs> on, on the on the shorty. What did you see on that play? To get up there, yeah, we did a good job on on the line, uh, so they weren't able to break in cleanly. And then uh, Turbo, I saw got to the puck first, and uh, I just noticed that uh, Turbo makes great plays, and he could chip it into space where I saw Fishy moving. So I just I tried to get on get going as fast as I could and uh, find the lane. And Fishy's an elite passer; we've seen that, and uh, he put it right on the money. So I can't take too much for it, but uh, um, it was a good read by a lot of players. Talk to you Sunday. This has been the Canes Corner Podcast with Adam Gold, presented by the Aluminum Company of North Carolina. You can listen to this podcast at WRALsportsfan.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.